As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's going on, Moon Gang? My name is Matt, and this channel is all about stocks, trading, and investing. The EV company Workhorse just had an amazing day, and I think it's really important that we talk about it. I'll be giving you a quick portfolio update. I closed a couple positions out, and I opened a few more, and then I'll be explaining why Workhorse had such an amazing day and why even better times are ahead. After that, I'll also be doing a technical breakdown of Workhorse's stock so you have a better idea of what price levels to watch as the chart continues to develop. Let's get started. So what changes did I make to the public portfolio? Well, basically, I closed two positions and then I opened three new ones. They all relate to options. I didn't touch any of the investments. As of now, the account is down on the day. It's right around $16,000. Now let's kick things off with the two option positions that I closed. The first one was Palantir. If you watched the most recent update video, you know that I had one Palantir call option runner. I ended up closing it for a profit. Let me quickly do a recap of that. So on January 15th, I bought four Palantir call options with a strike price of $28 and an expiration date of January 29th. Each one cost me $2.10, which means that the entire position cost $840. Then on January 25th, I sold one for $840, which covered the entire cost of the position, which means that this trade then became riskless, as in the worst case scenario, I would just break even. But a little bit later, I sold two more at seven a pop, so I locked in a profit of $1,400. And then this morning, I really didn't like what I was seeing in Palantir, so I sold the last runner for $725, which means that on Palantir, I locked in a profit of just above $2,100. The other one that I closed was the Tesla one. This was a very high-risk play, and I managed to lock in a small profit. Let me give you a quick recap of what happened there. So on January 25th, I bought one 925 strike price call expiration date of January 29th for $13.50. I bought another one at $19, so the average between the two was $16.25. And then similar to Palantir, I didn't like the action I was seeing in Tesla this morning, so I sold them both for $23, which means that I was able to lock in a profit of just around $1,300. So between Tesla and Palantir, early this morning, I locked in a profit of $3,500. Now, I don't know if this is one of those big brain galaxy plays or if I'm just being a degenerate gambler, but I took all of those profits and rolled it into two new positions, one for Palantir and one for Tesla. The Palantir one has a strike price of 37, an expiration date of January 29th. I own five of them. They each cost me $2.25 and I'm currently down 8% on the position. 
you should know that this is a very risky play. I'm basically betting on their demo day event, which will take place on January 26th, to be a huge success. If it's a failure, the stock will most likely gap down and I'll lose a lot of money. But if they knock it out of the park, the stock will most likely gap up and this position will have a very nice return. Another very risky play is my new Tesla position. So the strike price is $1,000. I own two of them. They each cost me $9.50. As of now, I am down 24, 25% on the position, but this is basically a bet that the company will do very, very well on their earnings announcement, which is after the market closes on January 28th, which is this Wednesday. Both of these positions are very high risk to high reward, and I'm viewing them as a bit more of a gamble, but I did make one pretty solid, logical, and technically sound play today, and that involves workhorse. In a recent speech from President Biden, he said that the federal vehicle fleet is a massive one, and he's looking to convert it all to clean energy vehicles made in America by Americans. This is great news for companies such as Workhorse and Lordstown Motors. In fact, today Workhorse hit a new all-time high. Workhorse trades in the ticker WKHS, and right now it's trading just above $32. I am invested in this company. I own 22 shares at $22.50. I'm up 43% on the position. But after this announcement, it made me so excited that I want to ride the overall wave in the stock, so I decided to buy some call options. The strike price is $35. The expiration date is February 19th. I own four of them. I paid $3 per contract, and as of now, I am up 50% on the position, but I'm really looking to ride this wave and the overall bullish momentum, so I think that the specific one can go even higher. Overall, I think that the political and social push for EV and alternative energy companies is getting even bigger, which means that we have a lot of money-making opportunities. Before we jump into Workhorse's chart, let's do a quick Q&A. This one comes from Janisha Ting. I really hope that I'm saying that properly. Could you tell us a little bit more about the significance of the four-hour chart? First of all, this is a great question. Thank you very much for sending it in. Now, personally, I actually like to use various timeframes. I look at the monthly, weekly, daily, four-hour, and then even some of the minute charts. In my own trading, I found that all these different timeframes offer different bits of information, and then when you use them together, it paints a more full picture. I really like to look for an overall trend in the larger timeframes, and then I like to see if I could take advantage of a momentary correction in a smaller timeframe. Obviously, this is my own trading style, and you should use whatever works best for you, but you should also know that if you're an investor, you're going to care a lot more about the bigger timeframes, such as the monthly and weekly. If you're more of a swing trader, you're going to care a lot more about the medium timeframes, such as daily and four-hour. And then if you're more of a day trader, the four-hour and then even some of the minute charts will have a much bigger impact on your own trading. Once again, this was a great question. Alrighty, both Lordstown Motors and Workhorse responded very well to the president's announcement. Lordstown Motor, which trades on the ticker RIDE, gained 13.8% today, and Workhorse gained 30%. Workhorse's stock is currently trading just above $32 per share, and thus far in 2021, it's up an amazing 63%. Absolutely incredible. Here's what's been going on. So at the start of July, it hit a relative high, just under $23. Then it sold off and became range-bound in between 14 and 18. This is actually where I first bought Workhorse in my private account. I own it at $17. 
From there, the stock exploded on the assumption that it would win the USPS contract. It went all the way up to 31, but then that contract wasn't announced, the stock sold off, and then it started trading in this triangle structure, which is referred to as a bullish pennant. Now, I know that's a fancy name and you might not have heard it before, but it basically just means that it's trading in a triangle where we see lower highs, higher lows, and it's called a bullish pennant just because they commonly break upward. In this case, Workhorse did break upward. It hit a new lower high, just around $30.50. Unfortunately, this bullish momentum was short-lived and the stock sold off. It came all the way down to $15. And then there was another assumption that the USPS contract would be announced within 2020. It kept getting pushed off. And from there, the stock sold off again. But as you can see, this new structure was once again another bullish pennant. We were consistently seeing lower highs, higher lows. At one point, it was range bound again. This is where I bought it in the public portfolio. I really liked how it bounced off the technical support right around $20. I was a bit concerned here when it made another lower high, but after confirming the region of support between 22 and 23, and of course, a bit of luck from that announcement from President Biden, the stock has now shot up. Not only did we have a bullish breakout of this trend line, but it broke above this region of resistance between 30 and 31, which is exactly where Workhorse was rejected three times before. The fact that it sliced through both of these points of resistance makes me very excited for what Workhorse is about to do. Before I get into what could play out next, let's have a quick chat about the RSI. All of these relative hives, 31, 30, and then this one at 28, were very much associated with spikes in the bullish momentum. You can think of this as a pendulum. When it goes to a lot of bullish momentum, it's common for it to come back to bearish momentum and vice versa. That's exactly what we were seeing here. Basically, the stock was being overbought and then it needed to cool off, which we also saw with a drop in the RSI. This is important to note because that's exactly where we're at now with Workhorse. It hit 33.3 as a new all-time high, but the stock is now above 70, which is commonly thought to be in the overbought territory. Now, this is by no means a perfect technical indicator, and it also doesn't mean that the stock has to drop. I mean, if we take a look back at July when it hit 23, the RSI got as high as 96, and right now the reading is 72, 73, so the stock theoretically still has quite a bit of room to run. The main thing that I want to bring to your attention is this spike of the last all-time high of 31, the RSI got as high as 77. So this is important because as Workhorse continues to push higher, we very much want it to bring the RSI with it to the point that it at least gets above 77, 78, and that's just because we don't want a bearish divergence setup. Now I know that's a fancy term, but all it means is that the stock went higher and the RSI didn't. This divergence means that there's less bullish momentum at the new high than there was at the previous high, and it's commonly indicative that there's a future decline or at least a period of consolidation in the stock. So basically to avoid this, the ideal situation moving forward is not only that workhorse pushes higher, but we want it to bring the RSI with it. From a technical perspective, we're going to have to let price discovery play itself out so we can better understand the upcoming levels of supply and demand. But with that being said, I would highly recommend watching those key psychological levels of $40 and then especially $50. 
On the other hand though, if this action is simply a fake out breakout, I would look for support to be found at the previous levels of resistance, which would be this region between 30 and 31, and then past that, I would recommend paying attention to 28, which was not only previous resistance, but it could potentially align with this top trend line. To clarify, I am definitely very bullish on the situation. I mean, I'm invested in the company, I own call options, but in terms of technical analysis, I just wanted to be very realistic about the current situation that Workhorse is in. I also want to know whether Workhorse has a nice explosion upward or if the rug gets pulled and the stock plummets, I think that the move will be considerable. My reasoning for that is that the stock market likes to oscillate between periods of expansion and consolidation and back to expansion. So what I mean by that is workhorse from mid-September up until now has had lower highs and higher lows, which means that the stock has definitively been consolidating. This means that a period of expansion is quote-unquote due, and I think that this action could be the start of it. Obviously, the key question now is what direction will this expansion be in, whether that's up or down? Personally, I am bullish on the situation because of the positive announcement, the overall positive sentiment surrounding the EV sector, and of course, we have these nice technical breakouts. I would love to know your thoughts on Workhorse, Tesla, and Apple. Do you think that I'm being overly optimistic, or do you think that these positions are worth the risk? Thanks for listening in. I appreciate you spending some time with me. If you find value in this type of content and you enjoyed today's episode, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave a five-star review below. Enjoy the rest of your day, and as always, best of luck in the markets. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.